Welcome to another installment of Diary of an Exvangelical. This is the podcast where we talk about problems, issues, and little quirks in evangelical Christianity. This is all through the eyes of somebody who was Catholic, then evangelical, and eventually went back to the Catholic Church. My name is Marie, and I am not a theological expert, and I am not intending to slander. So, today, we're going to be talking about television. This installment, I have aptly titled Evangelicals in TV, Why Sex in the City is Evil and the Duggars Are Not. And the reason why I gave it this title is because I was thinking about a couple of things. One was the new HBO Max series and just like that. That is actually the revival, if you will, for the very iconic Sex and the City. And for those of you that really followed it, y'all know about Sex and the City. So I'm not going to go into too many details. I mean, I just watched the first two episodes and I have mixed thoughts about it, to be honest with you. So, I don't know. Um, so, evangelicals, they would probably hate Sex and the City. They would probably hate Sex and the City. They would probably hate Gilmore Girls. They'd probably hate Ed Just Like That. They would probably hate a lot of the shows that we see today as very popular. And if there's like any creaking, cracking. It's just, I'm trying to adjust my microphone. I'm using a new setup. So bear with me. Um, you know, so the evangelicals would have issues with these kind of shows, but yet, you know, stuff that's on, say, um, like, I'm trying to think of the one channel every every conservative I know watches. Um, I think it's Up TV. And then there's one, it's, um, I think it's TBN. Yeah, Trinity, Trinity Broadcasting Network, TBN. I had to Google it for a second. You know, those kind of shows. And, I mean, those kind of channels. And there is one in particular that I heard so much in evangelical circles, and it ticks me off to no end. That this is constantly mentioned. And that is the shows 90 Kids Accounting and Counting On. And both of these shows were aired on TLC. And both of them showcase the Duggar family. Now, for those of you that don't know much about the Duggar family... Let me give you some background and consider yourself lucky that you were never exposed to this bullshit. So, the Duggars are this family that live in a town called Tontatown, Arkansas. And it's like in the northern part of Arkansas. It's located in the Ozark region of of the state and the closest closest city is Springdale 
Now Springdale is actually the fourth largest city in Arkansas, for those of you that know Arkansas. And so they appeared on some specials that were on TLC and Discovery Health. As many people know, the Discovery Communications owns these two networks. Of course, there's talk about, about Time Warner buying them, but I don't know what's happening there. So these specials that, that were on, they were like one-hour specials that focused on, on um, the, this family and about four of the mother's last five deliveries. Parents are Jim Bob and Michelle Duggar. So it for, focused on like four of the last five deliveries that Michelle Duggar endured. And, you know, you, you kept seeing so many different, so many different titles of this. In fact, when they started the, um, Kids and Counting series. It started at 17 Kids and Counting, 18 Kids and Counting, and then finally 19 Kids and Counting. And it focuses on the Duggar family. They are devout, independent Baptists, conservative evangelical. And, you know, they frequently discuss their whole take on issues of purity, modesty, faith in God, and they've avoided birth control. They pretty much say they decided to allow God to determine how many kids they're going to have. There, There's actually another one that was on um, Up TV similar to it called, I think it was called Bringing Up Bates. It was about the Bates family who were friends of the Duggars. So, yeah, and... Um, this is all part of a conservative evangelical movement called Quiverful, which is basically, you know, hey, we're going to let y'all decide, God, so we don't care. We ain't using birth control. We ain't using natural family planning. People do that are idiots. And, you know, so they, they would do that. And, you know, the kids were all homeschooled, which in a future season, I'm going to talk about homeschooling because that grinds my gears. And, you know, they they were all homeschooled. They had like a very limited access to entertainment and television. Like they would watch like more so-called family oriented stuff and from what I'm reading in the Wikipedia article, it says here, the Duggars are devout independent Baptists. They only watch programs they consider to be wholesome family television and various historical events. Their internet service is filtered. They adhere to claim to standards of modesty and clothing in accordance with their religious beliefs. Now, basically... Basically, that just means that, you know, like, the girls always wore skirts that that were below the knee. They never, never wore shorts. They never wore tank tops. And, you know, this article that's cited in the Wikipedia entry, which was, a, which was from TLC's website about 
it was an interview with Michelle Duggar, and she says that they are that the standards are mandated by scripture and that they believe that bearing one's one's thigh is the equivalency of nakedness and shame and runs the risk of what they call defrauding others. Now, defrauding is basically, it stirs up desire in another person that cannot be righteously filled. So basically, they are saying that somebody who shows off a certain part of their body and somebody who is not, say, in a relationship with that person, they could have sexual desire towards that person. And it's kind of like a religious thing where I'm trying to describe this as best as I can. It's kind of hard. We're like, basically, the person in question is sending the person who's seeing that straight to hell. That's probably the best way I could describe it. And craziest part is that 99% of the time, it's women that get this. Yes, you heard me right, ladies and gentlemen. Women. I mean, they have this thing I was reading about where, like, if they saw a woman wearing, wearing like, a low-cut top, like, if they were, say, at an amusement park, and they saw a woman wearing a low-cut top, they would have this code word, which was Nike. And that would tell every man in the family who was in that vicinity to look down at their shoes while they walked past this person. And, unfortunately, it was always, it was weird, it was always women and it was always the men that were told to avert their eyes. I mean, it's crazy. Um, I know, like, also regards to pop culture, I know the Duggars, Michelle famously said that she is a fan of Kirk Cameron. And the reason why is because Kirk Cameron, he, you know, Kirk Cameron was a teen heartthrob in the 80s, of course. But he changed his tune, like, right close to the end of Growing Pains. And he does a lot of like Hallmark Channel type films. And the only woman he ever kisses in these films is his wife. Which I'm like, okay, more power to you, but it's acting. Seriously. I mean, come on. I bet you, I bet you nobody gives a shit if somebody is kissing another person that is in a relationship with them, unless, unless say it's an adulterous affair outside of it. Um, Kristen Stewart, I'm looking at you in particular because you got a lot of flack for cheating on Robert Pattinson with the director of Snow White and the Huntsman. So yeah, but seriously, that that's just how the Duggars are. They practice chaperone courtship. They they call it dating with a purpose, where the couple get to know one another in a group setting, which to me sounds almost like almost like the way they have it because it's like the Duggar kids can't begin a courtship without parental permission. 
and it's always the the guy talks to the girl's dad. He must sign off on everything, including marriage. It makes me think, okay, they are not trusting these people. And, you know, they they just do such insane things. And here, here of course, 19 Kids Accounting ended in in 2019, no, not 2019, my bad, 2015, my bad, it, it was 2015, there were about 229 episodes, 10 seasons, and the reason why it ended was because of the oldest son, Josh Duggar, and Josh Duggar, it came out that he molested five girls, including some of his sisters, by fondling them over their clothes. And, you know, Jim Bob and Michelle Duggar didn't think much of it. They sent them to one of those pray it away kind of rehabs. Even when he, they found out he had a Mashley, an Ashley Madison account and everything else. So, yeah. And, and then came the show Counting On. Now, Counting On was a spinoff that profiled just the, um, I'm trying to figure out how to describe this. It was just like certain people in the Duggar family. A lot of it was, was like Jessa Seawold, who, you know, formerly Jessa Duggar, Ginger Duggar, now Ginger Volo, Joy Anna Duggar, and like their families and so on. Now, it it didn't have any mention of Josh Duggar or anything. However, in 2021, Counting On was canceled. It was actually at one point called Jill and Jessa Counting On because it was more about Jill and Jessa and their families. But yeah. And, you know, so 2021 comes along and it's canceled again. And you know why it was canceled again? Josh Duggar. Because... Josh Duggar was arrested. What was he arrested for, ladies and gents? Well, I know you probably heard this. He was arrested by the United States Marshals on charges of receiving and possessing child pornography. And just recently, today is December 13th, so December, December 9th. So we're talking, we're talking very, very recently. He was found guilty on all these charges and he's currently incarcerated and awaiting sentencing. They say that he could get up to 20 some years in prison. So we'll see what happens. That should be very interesting. And in fact, the article I'm reading, it says that he faces up to 20 years in federal prison and a fine of a quarter of a million dollars for each account. So yeah, he in deep shit. And, you know, so there's that. And that's why they were canceled. Now, there is another thing recently that I heard about Jana Duggar, which is the one that is completely single, 
and you know there is really no details about this at all regarding Jana because a lot of the details of this case are sealed but it was just days after after Josh was found guilty that it came out that Jana Duggar was charged with endangering the welfare of a minor and her trial is going to be set for January 10th of 2022 so about a month from now and she could get up to three months in prison and a $1,000 fine if she's convicted. Now I'm looking at this and I'm, I'm looking at this and then I'm looking at, you know, a lot of the stuff that evangelicals criticize about mainstream secular television. And the way I guess you can say the 19 kids accounting, counting on thing is secular television because TLC is not exactly the Trinity Broadcasting Network. I mean, come on. Come on. I don't see Honey Boo Boo going, Hallelujah, praise the Lord, you better recognize. And, you know, but I look at it and I'm thinking, why are you criticizing this? Because, because like the Duggars take it to an extreme and everything. Like they, they use a controversial practice known as blanket time, which is also blanket training where you put a baby on a blanket and you teach the baby not to move. They always talk about training children. They always, they always try to shame People, especially women, I mean, seriously, it's like insane in the membrane. And, you know, their their whole thing, basic, they got involved with a, with a group called ba Institute in Basic Life Principles, which was started by a man named Bill Gothard. And I have been reading about this. I have watched countless YouTube videos from people that have left families and groups that have used the that have used the um, IBLP teachings and it's like what the actual fuck because because basically here here's about the basic life principles it says it says here, this is, again, another article. It says, women are raised to learn how to become a good wife, mother, and to reproduce for the IB, IBLP man chosen by her father and husband. Women are not allowed to date or even flirt. And basically, it's given this idea that women have to be broodmares, if you will, and that they, their only purpose is to lie on their backs and screw their husbands whenever the husband wants, which to me can sound borderline rape. And, you know, so 
And, you know, with that, it's like media is not allowed, including television, movies, most music, and the internet. Non-contemporary Christian music is the only exception. So I guess these people listen to a lot of Caleb. And, you know, dancing's not allowed, which we saw in, in the Duggar ones. Alcohol is not allowed, which a lot of Protestant and evangelical circles do forbid alcohol. Women are expected to wear ankle-length dresses and never cut their hair. And, you know, it has to be very plain looking. It's like words or logos can't be on them because they think it brings attention to the body. You know, it's insane. And, like, they even, they even forbid denim. Yes, denim. So, yeah, if you're going to be in one of these things and you have 501s, you might as well chuck them out. Children are homeschooled. They don't leave the house that much. Sex education is never taught. And teens do not understand sexual assault. Well, I have actually read some of that. And I noticed this with 19 Kids Accounting, where with sexual assault, they always try to blame the woman, the girl. With the Duggars, it was like a lot of blame for Josh's wrongdoings were put on his wife. And very wrongly so. And, you know, so I'm... And I remember having to be subjected to this bullshit and a half. And I hated it. I remember when I was in a church an evangelical church, there were people that acted like this was the best show on television. And I was like, why? Because, because basically it's, it's propaganda for something that's absolute bullshit. Because you really can't shelter kids because eventually they're going to rebel. In fact, there is an argument that the reason why Jana Duggar has never married is because she's a closet lesbian. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but that's the theory going around social media that Jana Duggar is a closeted lesbian and she did not marry because of that reason. And the Duggar family is hiding it because they are outright homophobic, which has been proven because the because um, one of Michelle Duggar's sisters came out and said that she was shunned by the family. Also, there was a story about a production crew member on 19 Kids Accounting that was fired because he was gay. And so it, it's insane if you think about it. Meanwhile, you know, there people are complaining about Stuff like Sex in the City. They are complaining about things like... They would probably complain about... And just like that. They would probably just bitch and complain about this stuff. When the reality is... It's not like this is being force-fed. I mean, I remember watching Sex in the City in college. And I don't remember anybody ever like saying 
saying that this was the right thing or this was law or this was this. You know, they were like, okay, you want to watch a grave? You know, okay. And, you know, but yet I felt like I was force fed to watch stuff like this. And I remember thinking, why? I mean, why can't I just watch what I want to? And everybody said, oh, it's because it'll, it'll like make you be like corrupted. It's defrauding. It's this, it's that. It's a foothold for the enemy. Yeah. Fuck you if you say foothold for the enemy one more time. If you say fo foothold for the enemy one more time, I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Um, but, you know, is it really a foothold for the enemy? Is entertainment really a foothold for the enemy? I don't think so. Because it's an art. And art is basically just there for us to take any way we want. I mean, you go into, say, I'm trying to think of a good museum that I've been in. Like, you say you go into the Michener Museum. Michener Museum is a very beautiful museum in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. And there are, there are some gorgeous paintings. I remember seeing this one, Peaceful Kingdom, which is an amazing, amazing painting. And, you know, like... I would look at it and see one thing, but yet somebody else may look at it and see something else. I remember going to grounds for sculpture in New Jersey and I would walk around the grounds and I would see like these really amazing, large, still life statues. And I remember one in particular I saw where it was the statue of these and had these these men in a line, and I was like thinking, okay, it's an example of of people waiting for something to happen because it was like they were all lined up at a door, and I found out later that it was probably depicting in the Great Depression when people would stand in bread lines or job lines. So, yeah, art is for everybody to translate and so I don't understand why people can praise the Duggars though especially because because their idea of of their religious beliefs yeah they're entitled to it just like anybody else however if you think about it for five fucking seconds this is an example of why people in Christianity rebel. Pure and simple. I mean, you know, I I didn't have the perfect religious childhood, but yet I don't I think because of the fact that I grew up where I learned about religion, but yet I was able to watch HBO or go on the internet and look up whatever I want. That is why I did not end up like Josh fucking Duggar and was like a sexual deviant. I, so yeah, stop putting 
these ultra-religious personalities on a fucking pedestal, people. I just can't. So that's all the time we have for Diaries of an Exvangelical. Hopefully I can get back on track. I'm going to be doing a holiday one. I got two on my holiday ones. I'm going to probably get those out real quickly. And my next one on, on the holiday bonuses for season one is Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Why I Don't Give a Fuck What You Say. And this one, this one is going to be unbelievable when I talk about it. So, as always, Diary of an Exvangelical is research created and produced by yours truly. And our host is the lovely Anchor FM. The lovely thing, Anchor. So log on to Anchor FM and you too can get one of these lovely little podcast host things. And Anchor automatically puts it on Spotify and it helps you very easily get your stuff on Google and Apple Podcasts. And by the way, we are also on Google and Apple Podcasts. I do updates regularly on Twitter at exvangelical267 and also my personal Twitter, which is at lifeofmarie267. I am also on Instagram at lifeofmarie267. And until then, peace be with you.